This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Subscribe with iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. And if you enjoy what you hear, like us on Facebook. Also, consider throwing a little cash our way by visiting patreon.com slash koreafm. And find more of our great content on our home on the web, koreafm.net. According to a recent analysis of Forbes data on billionaires from around the world, nearly three quarters of all South Korean billionaires inherited their wealth. I spoke with a representative of the group that reached that conclusion to learn why, despite a worldwide trend of self-made billionaires outnumbering individuals who are born into wealth, 74% of South Korea's richest citizens are not self-made. My name is Carolyn Freund. I'm a senior fellow at the Peterson Institute for International Economics. That's a think tank in Washington that is nonpartisan and focuses on issues related to trade, foreign capital flows, and anything really to do with international economics. We researched each individual on the Forbes list uh, in 2001 and 2014 to determine how they made their wealth, splitting it into initially two categories, either inherited or self-made, and then within the self-made category into four additional categories, which are company founders. These are the people who started their own companies. Executives, they tend to be people who joined these kind of startup companies early on. Finance and real estate. And then finally, politically connected resource wealth people whose wealth either comes from natural resources, privatizations, or other state-related functions. So the share of inherited wealth is tremendous. So it's nearly three-quarters. The rest is mainly the, the really, you know, the top type company founders and owners and executives. So if you look at the, the top five guys in Korea, it fits that exact pattern where four out of five of them are related to very old companies. Two are Samsung, one is Hyundai, and then the other is a cosmetics company that's been around since, I think, the 1940s. Then there's this young tech billionaire amongst them. So that, that seems to be kind of the pattern in Korea with 70 to 80% of the wealth being passed down. While South Korea doesn't have the highest percent of billionaires who inherited their wealth, countries with higher rates of inheritance like Kuwait, Finland, Denmark, and the United Arab Emirates all have five billionaires or less, compared to South Korea's 30 billionaires in 2015, which means Korea's 74% billionaire inheritance rate stands out not only in Asia, but also in the entire world. Japan is actually an interesting country because relative to the number of really big companies it has, it actually has much less extreme wealth than other countries. So in part, this has to do because like Korea, they sort of grew with these large family businesses. But after the Second World War, there was a huge redistribution away from the existing families China is kind of the new kid on the block, 
with an increasing number of really large companies and also self-made billionaires. And if you include the top executives, you have 65% of their wealth is the founders and executives. In the U.S., you do see a lot of self-made wealth, but a big share of that is financial sector wealth, which I think is really the main problem in the U.S. that, that you don't see in other places. In terms of Europe, it's a bit more like South Korea with just over 50% of inherited wealth. And there are some countries in Europe that look a lot like Korea, such as, you know, Switzerland, Sweden, Greece, Germany, uh, all with very large shares, uh, over 60% inherited wealth. But for the most part, there's not too much productive about inheriting wealth. And I think that's the big problem. So to the extent that the inheritors, you know, can, can perform like their parents, it, it'll work. But once they don't, it won't. I am happy to see that Korea has, now has a pretty high inheritance tax. And I really hope they're able to implement and enforce it. I also spoke with a Forbes representative based here in Seoul to learn more about how Forbes tracks South Korean billionaires and how the trends they're seeing now could play out in the future. My name is Grace Chung, and I'm a reporter for Forbes magazine. Forbes has been ranking uh, the world's billionaires for 30 years now, but then we also have separate country lists, and the Korea rich list began in 2005, and this is the list where we rank the 50 richest South Koreans. South Korea's wealth is largely um, in the hands of Chebers, right? The country's notorious family-run conglomerates. But in recent years, what we've been seeing is an increase in self-made entrepreneurs. So these entrepreneurs grew up either dirt poor or as average Joes, but now they're right up there with the Chebers in our list. And I think that's really something. And so it's a really fascinating time to be covering the country right now. Technology is definitely democratizing how wealth is being generated, not only in Korea, but in other parts of the world. But it's being highlighted um, more in countries such as South Korea, a leader in IT with a booming tech culture and virtually where all of its citizens are connected to high-speed internet. So this is slowly um, beginning to shift the paradigm. However, it will be certainly, you know, nothing like what you see happening in countries such as China or the U.S., um, simply because the wealth here is still very much consolidated um, in members of family-run conglomerates. They still play a huge role in the uh, country's economy. So growth in, in, in that sense for these self-made tech billionaires will be a lot slower than what you're seeing in other countries. For KoreaFM.net, I'm Chance Storland. This episode is brought to you by Podcast Assist, offering voiceovers, audio editing and mastering, transcriptions and show notes, episode summaries, and even hosting a podcast on a topic important to you. Visit Facebook.com slash Podcast Assist for more info on their flat $30 per hour rate. Talk radio, music, and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net.